Vlogcast may occasionally contain explicit content that makes it not safe for work or for minors. It also doesn't provide an excuse to use the same words on Bay 13. Normal Bigfooty rules still apply. So this is the vlogcast for the preseason. The emotionally checked out Tiger Starburns is here, and I'm joined by Mr. Moral Victory from St Kilda Cookson. Ooh, I'm first. I'm like the new star. <laughs> the flower farming, selfie taking, cigarette smoking, um, <laughs> AFL photo um, <laughs> employee of AFL photos, Dan. Yeah, that was great. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> Proud former player sponsor of James H. Morgan Ashley. Hello. And, um... Everyone's yeah. favourite, Horfy. I was, I was going to make a Canada joke, but I'm not trying to think of one. Everyone's buddy. <laughs> Everyone's buddy for um, our Canada-bound <laughs> flog penal. I had wheat picks for breakfast. Come at me. The only person to be rejected from entering Canada. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, since Morgs has mentioned it, penal, you can't get into Canada. Oh, just because uh, half of bloody America wants to get into Canada, you know, all the ones that didn't vote for Trump, they want to go to Canada. So they've tightened up their immigration restrictions and you basically need to get an investor visa, basically put up a whole lot of money to get in. So, I mean, there, there's ways, so we'll, we'll see how that plays out. Are you sure? Canada tells people to get the fuck out. <laughs> go and get fucked. Are you sure, like, Canada didn't hear the egg story and they yeah. thought, mm, no? I mean, with, with their healthcare system, I, I imagine people come from all around the world to go and get uh, procedures done there. So I imagine an egg wouldn't have been the weirdest thing that uh, has happened in uh, Canada's healthcare system. So probably just be part, just, part of the course of them. I just had some really bad thoughts about suppositories. I'm ashamed of myself. <laughs> Penal only has good thoughts about suppositories. Let's begin with Gua Tears, as we normally do, and it's been a long off-season, a lot of stuff's happened, so I'm going to open it up a little bit to have a bit of both for everybody, because I think just picking one's going to be hard, except if you're Dan, who never has any. I'll start out with my tears. Tears for Claudio Raineri. Nine months is a fucking long time in sport. One moment, you're top of the world, you're invincible. The next... You're getting sacked because your players are lazy shits, so... Oh, that's fucking ridiculous. This guy wins the Premier League, and then he gets sacked nine months later, and yet Damien Hardwick's still loud at Richmond. Not everything's about Richmond. Can we just take a moment to reflect on what a fucking terrible decision sacking 
Ranieri is. I <laughs> mean, Jesus, Starburns. The, Richmond the, have Leicester's grand final. The king of Thailand would be rolling in his grave at this because it's an absolutely despicable act. He's earned the right to go out with dignity, and that's just... Even Jose sympathised. I'm pretty sure yeah. Riant Ranieri said, fuck off, take your sympathy and fuck off, Jose, but, you know... It's the thought that counts. Yeah. And Goo, Goo honestly is one of the hardest things to select. Really? There's a lot of things to be gooey about. I think I know what Starburns' goo is going to be. Mm. So I'll go for Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Fucking dominating. Who? The greatest Swede of all time. But are you talking Dominating at what? And that's later. Shut up, Mox. Who is this individual and what's he dominating at? He's 35 years old and he's banging in goals. That's what's important. That guy, whoever he is, has nothing on Scott Sterling. I don't know who the fuck that is. You should know who Scott Sterling is. He's the greatest goalkeeper of all time. Yeah, but is he playing for the team that are sixth, like Ibrahimovic? I I thought uh, Dolph Lundgren was the greatest Swedish person of all time. No, nowhere near it. He lacks the heart. What what about Roger Federer? He's Swiss. (laughs) Swiss. Sweden, Swiss, the same thing. Wait, isn't Alfred Nobel Swedish? Yeah. Yeah, and this guy's... Yeah, so is the guy who invented the uh, the Celsius uh, measurement scale, which, you know, is kind of a big deal. Yeah, someone else would have invented it. <laughs> Somebody else could score Manchester United's goals, Cookie, maybe. They wouldn't be sick. But they're not. Um, we'll move on from that. Who wants to go next? I really can only think of goo at the moment just because of... Um, I'm going to have football goo, but it's it's... Really good one because it's just so great to have Ruffy back and have him playing and good story around the football club and to have him yes you know be anointed captain great symbolic gesture but I think it's going to going to be a great lead, leader as well the, why, the boys why, will rally around him it's just wonderful to have him why back, why have they role. made him captain because who I else would you make captain they will follow him I can understand the reasons for making him captain but when you have an individual that's beaten cancer and is trying to get back to football, surely he should just focus on just trying to but, but th- get a this, kick this rather than having this, was, this huge this was responsibility a vote. of not, This was not thrust upon him by some... I, I don't care who they voted for. You shouldn't put that sort of um, pressure on, are, on him. He is an inspiration and they are inspired the man, and they the are prepared has to follow conquered, his leadership. He's conquered cancer and he's going to come back to football and now you're going to put all this other weight of expectations on him well, by... It's, captain. What else are they going to do? Clarko traded away all their other potential leaders. Well, who else could who else could be captain? Well, you could have good bloke Hodge do it again, but then you know Ryan I, Burton to be captain. Oh, it it it'll happen in a few years, believe me. Am I the only one that thinks it's a little too much considering what he's been through? I was surprised, but at the same time, they know it better than we do. Like, if, if, I, I, I wasn't surprised. It's it's clearly a, a it is a sentimental decision, but. It's because the players are prepared to to follow. Uh, but that guy's been through a lot to get where he is now. Surely he should just have to focus on getting a kick rather than having to lead an entire club and do all this extra I don't, other stuff. I don't. I don't tired. think he's going to have any, much trouble getting getting a kick. I mean, this is Jared Ruffhead we're talking about. He's not, you know, Type with all Ryan with, with with all due respect, it's other players story. have come back from tragedy and kind of been mediocre players and have had that incident define them i don't think this would be what defines jared ruffett because he's well three-time premiership player and common medalist still defines ruffy i think and this is just another chapter four-time premiership player thank you very much okay 
Um, have you got also, teasers also, or I'll, any more goo? I'm going to have more goo just because of Jager O'Meara, and it's oh. speaking good to good to have people playing footy again. I mean, this is a great story as well. Doesn't have maybe the sentimental heart and, and appeal of, of Ruffies, but it's, it's just great to see a supreme talent playing football again. And people forgot how good this. I forgot how good this guy was. I mean, people were talking about him winning multiple Brownlows. <laughs> is he when any he good? Was first oh, playing, this is, uh, he's look, you're looking. You're looking at multiple Brownlows. He's going to cover your Liam Shields no, failed no, predictions. No, no, no. Okay, uh, I'm not saying he's necessarily going to go back to to that kind of ceiling. But he's undoubtedly a star of the competition, and uh, when he kicked that goal at the weekend, I mean, I was just—I don't really get the Jago near a hype. He just, he's pretty good younger, but he was a man child. He just looks well. That's yeah, that's the thing. He's just a bully. He's just a <laughs> guy that's really ripped and just probably dominated juniors because no one could tackle him. He just—he looks like a beach model. But is he any—is he any <laughs> good at good footy? Uh, he's exquisitely good at football. Is he? Okay. Well, we'll see. I mean, the, the, Sorry, the it, sounds, it sounds like I'm, I'm deliberately shitting on your goo. I'm not. I'm just <laughs> shitting on your goo. <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time someone shat on Penal's goo if you get my meaning. It's usually the other way around. Oh, More no. bad suppository force, man. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, um, Penal's confirmed he's a bottom. <laughs> I'm going to begin with goo. I have goo for the nine Australian cricketers not named Marsh who pulled off the against the odds victory um, in India. You know, O'Keefe coming from nowhere who uh, I imagine everybody thought he was shit house right up until that one over. And he took 12 wickets and basically won the game and bowled Coley, shouldering arms. Fantastic. You know, nothing better than beating the Indians on their home deck, really. Oh, he was... You look at the Facebook, like the Cricket Australia Facebook, it's arrogant Indian, arrogant Indian. They got fucking owned. Uh, it's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. And, you know, there's something delicious about them fucking up the DRS multiple times. <laughs> Not even Shane Watson was that bad. I know, but this is karma coming back because all the teams that have been using the DRS have actually had their own problems with their Shane Watsons and their overzealous reviews and, you know, being cost games like the Stuart Broad one with Australia reviewing when they shouldn't have and not getting broad. But, you know, India have done this and they're still learning the lessons of how not to use your DRS and it's just delicious. But that's my goo. Does anyone have anything to add on that? I didn't uh, watch cricket. I don't, I don't like the Australian cricket team. I wanted India to win. <sighs> that's all. Thanks, Divi. I, I, um, I, um, I'm patriotic. I um, realise that's going to cast, cast me in uh, extreme territory Go to Canada. Here. Fuck off to Canada, buddy. I, I you, just could get, you could probably get a game for the Canada cricket team. Actually... John Davison. I mean, if, if, if uh, the investor visa thing doesn't happen, I mean, that's always the backup plan. You know, I could just, they could poach me as a, a cricketing superstar with my uh, solid uh, medium pace deliveries. That makes you express in Canada, I think. <laughs> Oh, I have an idea. Just with the Canada thing, why don't you just marry some chick that's Canadian? <laughs> or a guy. Or a guy. I think it's, I think it's okay. That's legal is, in Canada. Is, 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 it, uh, is it legal over there to... Uh... I believe it is. You can marry a moose over there. So you must it's, be able to much, You won't have to fork out that 7.5k to... Uh, it's not seven and a half. It's seven hundred and fifty. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure oh. I can. I could find uh, seven and a half k, Dan. Sorry, I 
thought it was seven. I thought you were struggling with seven and a half. Um, That's the this, is, this is why he was bringing up the, the, the show before and two thousand dollars and shit because he wasn't listening. Oh. To the fact it was seven hundred and fifty. <laughs> what? Why are they asking you that sort of amount of money? That's ridiculous. Well, that's what we were saying, and you're like, well, you we could just go it's, to the Melbourne it's show. Not a, it's not a fee. You're meant to take it and invest it in the in the like economy there and to actually grow so their I, country. Like, if, if Canada, if Canada told me I had to pay just seven and a half k, it's not paid. I tell them to fuck that's off. The, you get the... <laughs> You're not having my money. You you should be honoured that I've even considered coming to your country. <laughs> He'd do a better job than Sarah Palin. Is she the ambassador of Canada? Seven and a half k. Uh, the US can, one, yeah. She can see Canada that from if her. Canada house. asked me for any money at all. I wouldn't give him a cent. <laughs> we want the internet monies. <laughs> I have tears geographically in a similar similar area, and I'm still annoyed over the Trump thing. But I feel I have an understanding as to how this happened because the world is a hell of a lot dumber, because I, I only recently found out a couple of weeks ago that there are still people out there, a lot of them, including Kyrie no, Irving. Don't you steal my, don't you steal my tears. <laughs> that was my tears. You bastard. So, uh, you bastard. That was my tears, that there are still people out there who believe the earth is flat. <laughs> Wait, is the, is the Flat you. Earth Society making a comeback? Yes, the Flat mm. Earth Society is making a comeback in the 21st century. Oh, those cunts can fuck off. <laughs> yeah, led by the dumbest, shittest Melbourneian ever, Kyrie Irving. Fucking hell. Well, we'll share the tears on this one. I hate that guy. I hate that guy. <sighs> but I, I, don't even, I don't even care about the Kyrie part. I, I hate the fact this thing exists still. It's America. Yeah. Oh, really? No, there's, fucking, there's fucking idiots on the conspiracies board who... Every satellite in space is lying to you. Yeah, there's, there's no, no, fucking no, 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 idiots no, 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 no. everywhere. No, but if you, look at the, if you look at the space satellites, the Earth doesn't look curved in the pictures. There's a fucking two-dimensional image. Oh. You, know, well, you know what I have, find odd have, about this whole conspiracy? Like, why would that even be a secret in the first place? <laughs> like, it, even if it turned out that the Earth was flat, like some giant pizza sort of thing. I I couldn't care less. Like it's not going to change my life. Throw it. Who, um, who's got anything to gain by covering that up? Exactly. <laughs> the people on the other side. And it'd be impossible to cover up, anyways. Like if you're if you're on a plane and you reach the edge of the circle of a flat planet, what happens? You just go Your off the edge. MH360 disappears. <laughs> Yeah, that's what happened to that plane. It just went into space. <laughs> uh, and and we've been blaming Borgs all this time. And it was really the flat Earth. It was MH370, not 360. Oh, no no wonder. They've been looking for the wrong one the whole time. <laughs> well, if you had Dan in, front, in charge of the search, then I'm not surprised. He <laughs> <laughs> was going to look in Canada, listen. but he didn't want to pay him seven and a half grand to go check it out. <laughs> No, listen, I know it's not seven and a half grand. I'm just making the point in saying I wouldn't even pay that anyway, if it, <laughs> no, even if I was going know. to Canada. You thought you it was didn't a know before. I did but you know. don't have to pay. It's not a fee. It's an investment. <laughs> it's not a fee. You what? just have to Why have that amount of money. Okay, 
Why are they asking you to invest that kind so of you, money? So they know you're not a fucking free leecher who's just going to go over there and suck Penal, them you are a free welfare. Welfare cheating. Well, not welfare cheating, but you are a bit of a to be honest. You're not there to help Canada's reputation. You're just there to just get away from Yes, I am. I'm going to be their best express bowler of all time. <laughs> You're you're not going to Canada to enhance its reputation. You're just there as a being you. Oh, that's such a bad thing. That's that. No, that's no offense. No offense. <laughs> no offense, Kevin. And and, and and it shouldn't be taken. Like if if I'm going somewhere, I'm not. I'm not. Just I'm not stop. going to enhance that. Yeah, no, I'm digging myself. Look, I'm not going there to enhance that conversation. I'm just there to do whatever I want. And no, I'm not going to invest in some bullshit. Just, just for those, just for those who don't know, teachers taking a well-deserved break from Big City this year, and Dan clearly wants to step into his shoes. Canada is asking too much of penal, and it's a shit place to begin with. And so, so where, where do you suggest, Dan? What's that? Where, where do you suggest? Go to Bali. They're not going to ask anything of you. They're just going to ask. The only thing they'll ask you is to have your hair braided and, and ask you if you want to see boy or girl. <laughs> Maybe I'll go to Sweden and move in next to Roger Federer. <laughs> oh, yeah, I got that one wrong. Okay. <laughs> Just, and, just one. Anything else on the flat earthers? No. It's it's not flat. It's not it's not it's not flat. It's fucking retarded and it is retarded. This sort of shit makes me weep for humanity that like there are enough things we don't know the answers to without making up new answers for shit we do know. And that's and the whole flat earth thing is not something to it's not worth keeping a secret about. It just isn't. No one's life on this podcast would change tomorrow if it turned out that the that the planet was flat, right? It's not something but worth it's, keeping no, 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 secret. No, 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 even, don't even ask. It's not flat. Don't, it, don't even engage in hypotheticals. It's not... It's Don't acknowledge that the argument is fucking stupid. <laughs> Can we just space any of those fuckers who think the Earth is flat? This is the alternative facts argument when people think that believing the Earth is flat is as valid as knowing that it's not. So how do you reason with these morons? You just don't say anything. You, you don't engage. To... You, you, do, you, don't, you don't engage them. Because that's what they want. Well, well then why why are we talking about it in the first place then? Because I didn't know it, I didn't know it exists, and I had to vent. Like we're we're in an echo chamber here. No one believes it, so it's okay to hang shit on the fucking crazies. Well, actually, when you think about it, they've got some good views. Oh god, <laughs> are these the same people that are saying that dinosaurs never existed as well? Yeah, they're just something to choose. They're just as retarded as well. But but how can you know? Have you ever seen a dinosaur? <laughs> Fucking oh, come on, Jesus Christ! That's, no, yes, that's literally that's literally what they ask you, Dan. They ask, "Have you been into space and flown around the Earth?" When you say that it's round, I've have, never seen. Have you I've ever, never ever seen held the Earth room. in your hands? I've never seen a room filled with a billion dollars, but I know that sort of money exists, right? Well, just seven hundred fifty thousand. <laughs> I walked into that. Okay. No, well, you got. Paleontologists testing fossils and shit. And... Yeah, but they're just paid off by the government to push an agenda. <laughs> <laughs> Even you, Starbone, said that the velociraptors on Jurassic Park weren't... No, that uh, doesn't mean that all dinosaurs are <laughs> 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 Shit, that's Hollywood. 
Yeah, but they're real though. <laughs> you said they were the size of a dog, and I could I could kick it. Yeah, well, that's technically true, but that's nothing to do with the flat Earth or fake dinosaurs. Yeah, I don't know why I'm bringing it. Up. Okay, I nicked Morgs as goo. Do you have any replacement goo, or are you just happy to rage some more about that? I hate Kyrie Irving. Tears for the Boston Celtics and their inability to land a player in fucking in the trade period. It drives me mad. Like will be constantly linked to any good player and cannot land a fish. Like Collingwood. Well, I was going to say Fremantle. Yeah, well, like at one stage we were getting Jimmy Butler, and then we didn't get Jimmy Butler. Then we we're going to get Paul George, no Paul George, no nothing. You could get Paul George. <laughs> I am, no, I don't think we can. I am disappointed. That and Curry having a dickhead. Yeah, because it's not like Collingwood don't get players. you got Daniel Wells and Chris Mayne, like, you could get players. Yay, Chris Mayne kicked a goal. <laughs> So did no hope. <laughs> now, Morgs is goo. My goo? I don't have any goo. I don't know. I have goo because Chelsea are top of the league. <laughs> I haven't I watched can't... any EPL since Optus decided to be cunts and take over the coverage. Who hasn't gone yet? Probably me. Always Dan. <laughs> Always me because I've, I've got nothing. No, I've got nothing. I've got tears. And it's because of one Collingwood player who we were told was this big... Uh, well, you're not going to injury troll here, are you? Oh, no, it's not about Katie Sheen. That was terrible. Oh, oh okay. Sorry, I thought what you were talking about Daniel Wells. No. no, I love Daniel Wells. I, I want him to do well, um, but he's he's got shit calves. I mean, I don't know why they recruited him. But anyways, Mona Hope, Morgan. Every podcast that you came on, you overhyped this individual as this big superstar, this hundred goal kicking season superstar. She hasn't done shit. I know. I was sold She's, a lemon. Yeah, she's just a suburban football bully. Well, that's hardly my fucking fault. She is the most awful in the awful. <laughs> she's a dangerous driver too. She's not the most awful. No, but no, I feel like I've been sold a lemon here. What a disappointment the Collingwood women's team's been. Thank fuck we beat the dogs. <laughs> uh, that, that really is our grand final, so we're done now for the year. No surprises Eddie didn't show up to the first game. He knew this was coming. I bet you could bet your bottom dollar he was there for the win. <laughs> On the ground, shaking hands. I was like, yeah, I'm not surprised you didn't miss this one. But in all serious, I do have tears for Kate Sheehan. That was that very was upsetting. It was very upsetting. And that'll be her career done, a whole 40 seconds, because she's old. Why, hang on, why, why would they get rid of her after just one... She's 35, Dan. She's 35. But that's her first injury, though. There have been clubs that have that have supported guys that have had multiple ACL yeah, injuries. Dan, Dan yeah, she's 35, and I think without being... Without yeah, being but the me- women's league... The women's league is is only early. It's only young. I mean, why yeah. would she, without just... being mean? I think she was given a chance. She was. She was given a chance. She was only given a is rookie it, spot on the is list. Is it going to hold? Is it going to and... hold back your club if it, if you retain her for one more season? Yeah, because I think no, things are gonna going to change yet. a little bit for next year. But if let's just say if she wasn't Mike Sheehan's daughter, she probably wouldn't have got picked up. That's what I was saying. Yeah. But by by cutting her too, that's pretty cold well no because i gave her a chance we haven't been able to see what she can do yet and we she, might not. she's had just as much she's had just as much impact as mona hope has had dad <laughs> she's 35 it's like if you have a 28 no of course of course the north supporter doesn't extend understand the value of youth 35 isn't old Brent Harvey played till he was 50. It is in football terms. It's a women's yeah. league. Just It's, it's a cutthroat business. I'm sorry it's been fun, but you're out the door. Got to get some youth in. You're cut. That's well, the reality of it. Bells? 
Well, they can't. They can barely win a game as it is. I mean, what, what harm is it going to do by just keeping her for another season? But she'll miss there's this an aud- season. There's an audience that want to see her come back and, and play. Yeah, who, Mike Sheen? Oh, I want to see her come back and do well. <laughs> that, I mean, I, I, I was saddened to see her get injured like that and see her wailing as she was coming off the ground. It was it was horrific. Yeah, but she'll well, be back by the time fair, I don't think... We didn't turn around and say, you no longer have a contract. She came out and said that... that well, that's what you're saying. She's going to get... <laughs> by the time she's fit, she'll be 37. And I would rather have Kate Sheen at that club than Mona Hope. <laughs> We've established that. She's average. And the goal she got over the weekend was, wasn't even a free kick that she should have been given anyway. She's on one goal. Thanks, Plugger. She, she's at Tom Boyd levels without the grand final that, to play in. It's, I mean, does it all it take is to have a defender that's making her accountable to just keep her quiet? I mean, did she not have any opponents when she played in the other league in the previous year? She's been double and triple teamed at every contest. I understand. But, she's, but, not she's every- not, but she is not working hard enough. Just not working hard enough. Is she being a bit like Pendlebury? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't think. To, no, no, should, I don't. She go to the BNF and call her a cunt. <laughs> Pendlebury on field and Selwood off field. I think if you're this big marketed, overhyped player that draws a huge audience, like I watched the first Collingwood game mainly to see this person dominate, and you don't deliver, then the criticism's fair. But hasn't she already done her job then? If you've turned the TV on just to see her? No, she's got to perform because he'll switch off. People watched the NFL to watch Jared Hayne, and he was a fucking disaster. So no, we watched it because yeah. seven well, I... two screwed us and would only show us San Francisco <laughs> game. I'm I'm not going to watch Collingwood for much longer if Mona Hope is just going to keep giving us donuts. I'll watch if Katie Sheen comes back. <laughs> That's because you're a pervert. <laughs> I'm a, per- I'm a pervert over a 35-year-old woman. Well, she's not a bad-looking 35-year-old. I, I never said she wasn't. She does look a lot like Mike, though. It's disconcerting. Yeah, I mean, it's... Um, you you look thing, at no, that, no, and no, uh, all you can think of is your creepy granddad. <laughs> there's... What a granddad. Do we want to say any more on Mo Hope? She's been very disappointing. I don't think there's any two ways around that. For someone who's been hyped Awful. as much as she has... I'm just going to say, I have nothing against female journalists or anything like that, but somebody needs to tell Callie Underwood to shut the fuck up. Your voice is like nails going down the chalkboard it is torture they've put kate sheehan on the car- telecast and she's been all right that jason bennett's impressive there's been someone else involved as well who i noticed and i was like yeah this is all right and then you got kelly underwood just stands out like as just horrendous she knows her stuff she's a good journalist but her voice is just not suited for anything you know how someone uh has you say they've got a good head for radio because so you don't have to see him. She's got a good voice for print media. <laughs> Does Megan Hathwaite commentate football? Could she come commentate football? Who's she, Megan? She, Who's Megan Hathwaite? She, she works at SEN. She's pretty good. I like Megan Hathwaite. 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 They should get Rita to commentate the football. Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Megan Hathaway? No. Well, I'm Googling Megan Hathaway anyway. <laughs> oh, she's all right. S. Hathaway. Say that again. Half. Not fucking half. You're just Googling the pictures, Dan, so I don't think it mattered. <laughs> yeah, so what? 
Look, Mo Hope has been disappointing considering. I imagine she's kicked less goals than the Adelaide Tom Hawkins. Adelaide Tom Hawkins? Tex Perkins? Not Hawkins, Tex Perkins. Well, she, yeah, she, she looks like she ate Hawkins. Oh, she's the best. I like she's her. She's good. Not she's Aaron good. Phillips. Adelaide have got a good side. Aaron Phillips is a fucking gun. Yeah, but they're going to have to pay her more that? next year. Or What's the name of that the forward for Melbourne? Daisy Pierce. No, she mid. No, 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 no not the captain, the, the forward player, the, the brunette. He said forward, not forehead. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the melt them. <laughs> She's all right. Carney for the Western Bulldogs has like probably been the most consistent player over the four rounds. Has um, Darcy Vessio done anything since the first round? Because she was God's gift to fucking football. That oh, day. you sound you sound you sound frustrated. You, that sounds very what salty, a, though. That's, yeah, fucking, she, she's kicked more goals in one game than Hope has all season. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 She's done fuck all since. Well, it's it's, it's more than fuck all. Got, fuck all hope. Oh, fantastic! Just White kicked more goals in one game than Andrew Swire did in a season. He's obviously better. Well, we were Don't play in the same position. <laughs> oh. Jesse White played defensive. <laughs> yeah, Jesse White plays in defence. That's even further from the goals you dumped. <laughs> Played forward that day when he kicked goals. Maybe they need to give Mo Hope a run in the ruck, Robert Wallstock. <laughs> Mona Hope is a worse captain than Stop Andrew Swire. Stop calling He's not the captain. <laughs> Isn't she? Who's no, the captain of Steph Kiochi. Ah, why did I think Mona Hope was the captain? Probably because she gets paid anything. the most. They stuck her out there and promoted her and you watched for yeah. her. You're right. That's the only reason I watched Collingwood because of this forward that was supposed to be a superstar. I think she'll be getting her pay doctor next year. She's, she's drunk the bath water pretty heavy. She shouldn't even be on the list next year. Shut <laughs> oh. <laughs> the fuck up. She's been pretty bad. It's not like it's going to do your list any harm. I mean, you've got a forward that's not kicking goals. She kicked a goal. <laughs> Was handed the goals. She got a so free if kick. It, if, they, if they've got a forward that's not kicking goals, like she, uh, they could always trade her to the Bulldogs. <laughs> there you go. We've got a forward that's not kicking goals. Fucking put her in the men's team. Yeah, alongside Chris Main. That's where we usually put our forwards that don't kick goals. Good. Let's be on the women's league in general. Is there anything else we've noticed that's been going for? Is it? It's four weeks now. The Crows and the the Brian. The, would the Brian's team legitimately let's just beat confirm the men's? That was four weeks, not forehead. <laughs> With the Brian, the Brian's women's team, they'd beat the men's team, wouldn't they? Yes. Yes. I think, yes. Yep. Like I, I think and, so. And, and Tom Rockcliffe would get no disposed, be too busy trying to find anyone who try bang anyone who's better than a three. Might have to look pretty hard then. Taylor Harris goes all right, but yeah, they're probably better than the men's team. The Crows are standouts. Uh, Collingwood is shit. You know, not not that the flag would really count anyway, but Frio still aren't winning one here. <laughs> They score about as much as your sign coach team too. Anything else we want to take out of that? Look, it's been surprisingly successful crowd-wise early on, viewing-wise. Standards still got a fair way to go, I think. It looks like they diluted. That was always going to be the case first time up, though. It looked pretty bad, though. They can't expand too quickly. If They, they need to wait about four years before they expand that pool. The scoring needs a little bit more oomph. But other than that, it's been pretty good. I mean, that, that'll that happen. Like, the, the tactics will adjust. I think everyone's focusing on defence, and then the, the tactics of the game will, will adjust over time. Apparently someone came to round one with a defensive game plan. The AFL got on the phone and said, you're not doing that. <laughs> was it Frio? I, I really hope it was Frio. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say it's good that 
the footies at the local grounds because it makes it feel a bit more special, has more heart to it, you know? It's just... Because you watch the first game and it honestly looked like it was straight from the 1980s, which is probably a good thing. My favourite part about this time of year is that the MCG is unavailable and a lot of the other grounds are because of the cricket and just because they go to smaller grounds. I like the sending them out to the country like um, Narandera or whatever where GWS played and, you know, Collingwood and Richmond are out at Moe. And... Adam Simpson didn't like it too much. No, because the, the, no. they had to plan it in buses. Well, yeah, he chucked us out at having to travel. Well, it's oh. almost like the pre-season is a preparation for what you're going to have to experience <laughs> in the real thing. Very true. It's not like you had to play in Canada or anything. Actually, I'm I'm going to write many angry letters demanding that uh, the AFL host a game in Canada next year. Once Koshi blows up the China deal, <laughs> they'll be looking for another country to take the, the AFL to. North played Sydney at the um, Coffs Harbour International Stadium. I want. I wonder what Ad has ever internationally hosted. I was really curious about that. I think Australia versus America Samoa in the rugby. In soccer. Rugby oh, World Cup. Well, is that when we set the 30-goal record? Yeah. <laughs> Archie Thompson. Anything else on the women's league? Or teachers in here? Let's give it some grades. How do we feel it's been so far? You can make your grade adjustable to expectation, so you don't have to. In give terms it. of, in terms of what everything? Or? Just the whole package, everything about it. We going numbers or letters? Letters, or you can give it a seven point five out of ten if you want, Dan. Just for you. Ha ha! Oh yeah, that's funny. That's that's, <laughs> that's going to be funny for the next twelve months. <laughs> you got seven point five. Confused. I did the first time, not the second time. Number. Um, women's league, a B plus. Yeah, I'm a B. I think it's been, you know, some of the things have been overhyped to a, an annoying degree. B's good. I, I expected a C like quality, but it's it's actually been. I think the standard's probably been lesser than I expected. I didn't expect a high standard, but at times it's been lesser. But I think the actual potential been, for it to very... not be a financial drain or actually and actually thrive is better than I thought it would be. So, the games have been quite fierce. The contested nature is no like can't be questioned. It's just the skill levels are yeah. a long way off. That will eventually get better. The lack of kicking penetration is the big thing. I was going to say the lack of the lack of penetration in the women's league. Um, <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it is it, that's the main thing I see. Like that's the problem. A lot of them, apart from Tex Hawkins, not many of them can kick it over forty meters, and that's just means they got to get closer to goal to actually kick them. Which yeah, I'm not sure. Okay. How solve that i give it about a, a five out of ten it's it's halfway there for me and it'll only get better in uh future years um, yeah. i give it a b plus like i went to the first game i haven't been to one since because i worked in <laughs> so yeah well whatever <laughs> we could both have the same letter dan yeah, um, no but yeah okay. i liked it i liked it a lot it was a great spectacle the first game and i I'd go again was the first game the best one so far no no it was terrible no the draw was decent melbourne collingwood where melbourne came from three goals down was you know that's the only still the only comeback yeah that that, that that one was pretty good yeah, you know because that. that was part of the problem once you got a bit of a lead going the teams weren't reeling it in it was they were becoming insurmountable but that was that was nice to see um but yeah there's been better games that game wasn't even the best game that week i just like the intensity the intensity is great unfortunately it's shocking on the injury lists but, yeah, so far so good in the Women's League. Just hopefully they don't add too many teams or extend the season too long too soon. Because it's, I think they're going to... You've got to be careful about running it in the They'd first months of the season. They'd have to start sooner. They can't because they get a lot of cricketers. Well, they, got well few cricketers. They, can't, they can't afford to have the awful mixed with the AFL. No, not, not 
because you, you dilute you dilute each market by doing that. It's the AFL struggle as it is having nine games on a weekend. Well, ex- exactly. They'd have to they'd have to find a point of difference like Sunday nights or Monday nights for that. that yeah. People don't go to the AFL anyway, but it's football and they'll watch. It's got to be yeah. You don't want to overlap it too much, and that's the problem. They got to find a way to be, especially in the first month of the season. Like if there's ever a time of the season where everyone's watching every game of the AFL that they can, it's at the start of the year when you don't know who's shit yet. Yeah, you can't have it at the end of the season because everyone's footy fatigued by then. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they go forward. But we'll move on from that to the JLT. Anything out of the JLT in particular? I only have one thing I want to sort of touch on, but maybe other people have stuff. Port Adelaide are gonna be. Fucking shit this year. You ready to make that call in the back of a preseason game where you only beat them by a point, was it? Yeah, we literally didn't even bother trying for three quarters. Port's whole plan is just run around like headless chickens and, eh, you'll work out. No, That's been shit. their plan Inkle. for three years. Like, I can't believe they haven't evolved their game plan yet. There's a lot of pressure on Ken Hindley this year. I was about to say, we did mention before, the question did want to get asked about how many coaches we think get sacked, and Hinkley's name didn't actually come up. So we've, like, the list of coaches who are in career-defining years, is long. And Hinkley's one of them. Buckley, Hardwick, Scott, both Scott twins. Hinkley. No, Hardwick's good. No, he's in trouble. He's good. No. He's never in trouble. That's... (laughs) <laughs> no, he will get sacked because we will not be that good. Hey, hey, we will not be good enough. He survived Golden Boy. No. Oh yeah, he survived first week final eliminations and not making finals and getting thumped by Carlton in the first round of the of the year. He's, yeah, he, he can survive anything. The longer you're shit for, the more time you run out of, and he's out. He's out of chances. Basically, if he doesn't make the eight, he's gone, and we won't make the eight. Yeah, but you're. Yeah, but you, you did that last year. Yeah, but they. Why they, didn't they, you act last because year? Because they. Because one, they had to. Pay out at the more start and... of at the start of last year, people were saying Richmond are going to finish in the top four. Yes. They're ready. They're going to do it. I know. And you know what? And your team didn't even make the eight. I know. But the fucking idiots at Richmond are thinking, oh no, Neil Barm will fix everything. This is just the Geelong 2006 where they finished twelfth and they won the flag next year because they're fucking idiots and they're gutless. He'll get sacked. Do we, do, we won't go. Do we reckon? Uh, do we reckon Ross Lyons in trouble because when he said, oh, Freo won't make the uh, won't make the eight for four years or whatever it was. That sounded to me like he was almost like pleading for job security. It's like I've got such a good list. He's already locked up till twenty twenty. Yeah, I mean, Frio, they've got they they got they're rich from the fucking oil money over here, and they can pay him out. Oh, they, they they can, but like I'm not sure why he'd want job security when he's got it. If they have another low scoring like season, and they don't make the eight, then he could. If be Nat Five goes, he's gone. He'll get sacked if Nat Five walks. I think if they don't have Five locked up because they won't they won't play finals everyone talked about their recruitments but it's fucking brad hill and mccarthy who hasn't played in a year honestly brad hill what a fraud this guy is he's somehow <laughs> managed to convince people that he it convinced me that he was a good player i don't get it he's yeah. a fraud the only other thing i want to mention in the jlt is melbourne have played two games now and jack watts has not been picked in either what's up with that is he injured or is he is he not getting injured? legitimately apparently he's not working hard enough to do enough to get a game like seriously if you're jack watson you're shit for eight years and you have a career breakout year surely you don't coast on that no surely you don't think the job's done needs to stop putting fucking peroxide in his hair maybe he peaked last year and now he's just it's all downhill I'd say it's a pretty bad decline, but... I, this, sound, this sounds really terrible, but I, I hope it is downhill because it's much funnier. <laughs> it is. He's just he's Bay 13's whipping boy. 
One and only. Yeah, it's it's no fun when he actually plays well. Yeah, exactly. I know, I know, I know it's no fun. But just, if he kicks four goals in a game, I mean, where's the fun in that? Wishing him to fail is like just another level of cruelty. Wishing someone to fail is like 95% of the bay. No, it's not wishing him to fail. It's laughing when they do. There's a difference. Eh, potato, potato. Okay. You say the earth is round, I say it's flat. <laughs> it's the same. Oh, fucking alternative facts. Speaking of alternative facts, and this is a pretty shitty segue, but clearly Port's version of their contract with the Suns was different to the real one. Or at least Koshy's was different. <laughs> oh, this thing delivers in spades every fucking time. Like, they haven't even gone there yet. <laughs> and Koshy's trying to bully them and just like, we won't pick you to play next year. Oh, really? Who are you going to get to save their game instead? It's just backfiring so spectacularly. They can't find a club, so the AFL forces Gold Coast. Gold Coast wear China colours. We'll be wearing their home Guernsey. And that Guernsey was on the fucking panda. That's what you call leverage, Koshy. Eat a shit. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if there are people at the stadium wearing more Suns colours than... They will. They Gold Coast. Will. Uh, they will. No one's going to buy that teal piece of shit. Yeah, exactly. And it's just... It's amazing because they rushed into this in so many ways. They went, whew, and they pushed it through and like, we're going to play in China. We're, we're going to do this and someone's going to sell a home game. It's going to happen. And, you know, they didn't even dot the I's or cross the T's. And now they're going to go there and they're going to be lesser supported. Humiliated. Exactly. Something else I did read is apparently the Gold Coast is is the favourite Western destination for Chinese tourists. We used to run a charter flight that was full every day from China <laughs> to the Gold Coast. So they'll actually know what the Gold Coast is, whereas no one knows what fucking Port Adelaide is. Not only that, but, you know, some of them are going to be like, oh, yeah, that's a place. Hey, if we support the Suns and we go on a holiday, local team. The only reason they might have heard of Port Adelaide is because of that uh, barrel movie. So it's Snowtown. <laughs> but, yeah, financial guru, Koshi, how not to run a football club, really. Speaking of frauds, the fact that Koshi is thought of as some sort of financial guru when his fucking club runs at a loss constantly. Like, he's never had a fucking successful business in his life. Pretty much his only claim to financial fame is that he occasionally read out the stock market prices on Sunrise They wouldn't let him into Canada to invest, that's for sure. <laughs> no, for, for him the price is fucking 15 million because we know he's going to blow it all. Or 15,000 in Dan's conversion. <laughs> what about Sunrise Cash Cow? Would you trust him for financial advice? Perfect I can't investor. wait until the, sun, the Sunrise Cash Cow comes out in a red and gold. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing though This couldn't be more of a port fuck up if they tried The only way how it can get any worse for them Is if Gold Coast somehow managed to have the song in Mandarin Like Tom Lynch busts out the perfect presser in Mandarin And they beat the shit out of port Oh if they beat port If you were over. if you were the Gold Coast The first thing you'd do when you get to China Is hand out jumpers oh. And just hope that you can get as many people To turn up at the game in your jumper because yeah. it will kill him. You don't even have to hand out your jumper. You just have to hand out Chinese flags and tell people to drape themselves in it. Because <laughs> if you if you hand if you hand him a Gold Coast jumper, they're gonna say, oh, "I'm not fucking wearing this." But hand him a flag, it'll break his heart all the same. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine a stadium full of Chinese people going da 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 da, and Gold Coast kick a goal. <laughs> <laughs> it's been ridiculous from the start, but the way they keep shooting themselves in the foot is delicious. Do we have anything more on that? No. Um... What is the what is the pre-game entertainment? Is it going to be like Chinese in excess? <laughs> they could get wing. 
She The Snowtown movie got a mention before, so another shitty segue. There is an AFL movie coming out. Oh, God. Anybody who watched the Oscars knows that OJ Made in America, that fantastic doco that we had a lot of goo for last year, won Best Picture, despite the protests of one strapper <sighs> on Twitter. But goo. following in the footsteps, of course, is somebody else who's about as popular as OJ Simpson, Harry O'Brien. He's having a doco made about him and his life story about being a black man in the AFL, wasn't it? About being a non-Indigenous Brazilian dancing in Indigenous round. <laughs> How I turned my girlfriend into a lesbian. <laughs> and laughed last in the process. No, actually, this might be all right. This might be good because this might be the most ridiculed piece of film ever created in this country. Yeah, that's it. that's only if they don't create the Essendon movie. <laughs> Why can't we have both .jp? <laughs> like some, some train wrecks are just beautiful to watch, and this could be... Oh, absolutely. I agree 100%. When I first heard about this, my first thoughts was, this is fucking ridiculous. Who would agree to this? And then the more you think about it, the more you go, but this could be a goldmine for whoever makes it. There'll be that many people tuning in for the train wreck that, you know, it might actually be a financial success, even if it's a critical disaster. It's like the fucking swamp of... Um reality tv shows with people getting married like there's a new one every new fucking show every year and the people keep tuning into people this getting shit married to watch, to watch relationship drama. get me out of here survivor Tucker fucker trials and now survivors in a different <laughs> class of show uh there's a reason 40 million americans watch it every oh week because they're retired and they all voted for trump <laughs> <laughs> believe the earth is flat no, but this movie could be amazing, though. Like, yeah, you're right. The people will tune in to see something as ridiculous. It's like, what do we reckon it's going to be? What do you reckon's going to happen? Do you reckon he's going to tearfully recount the uh, gun pointed at him? The knife. Is anyone going to agree to be interviewed, like, to talk about Harry? Can you just imagine? Hang on. What? Hang on. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Is this a doco or an actual movie? Or a it's doco a doco. Movie? He's not going to be played by Denzel. Oh, um, that's Or Ali. But... Well, you are probably <laughs> bitch about get... the time... Where Buckley made that yeah. Les, Leso joke and he sucked up about it. I, I just want to see if they're going to interview Paul Seedsman over it. <laughs> How did you feel when you got white-knighted about being a lesbian? How did you feel when Harry Bravely like, stood why, up for you? Why, and your, um... why would he take offence to that? I don't, I don't get that. Because he's a white knight mangina. Like, I'm trying to think of a movie that was sort of like a mockumentary of someone who was completely unaware of themselves. Like, this actually reminds me of, like, a Louis Thoreau doco. Like, Harry O. Like, just someone who's completely on another planet to the point where they don't actually know it. Actually, a Harry O doco is almost like a real-life version of a Chris Lilly Fly on the Wall series. Like, he's like Jonah from Tonga. I was about to say Boys. fucking Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah, but it'll be real. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's that level of unawareness. It'll just transform it into something that... Surely can't you? You watch it and you go. Surely can't be real. Well, we'll see if it gets a GoFundMe going on. I'll pay to see that. I think in hindsight. Um, I will not pay a cent to see that, but I'll watch it regardless and ridicule it. Will, will you donate to my GoFundMe, Dan, to help raise <laughs> yeah, the uh, seven fifty? Yeah, you can have seven dollars and fifty cents. Nothing else on Heretia. No, I was said too much. Dan mentioned I'm a celebrity before. Swanee's on that. Has any, anyone been watching him? No, no one gives a shit about that show or the Tucker Fucker Trials or any other shit. It's All a, those shows are shit. I think I've mentioned this Survivor, before. I've been, watched, I've been watching shit. My Kitchen Rules. Oh, no, That's a shit show as well. It's 
a great show for the no, nonsense. It, it's one of those shows that transcends being believable and just has the level of drama. I would watch if someone poisoned Pete Evans. See, I, I, I watch it almost exclusively for uh, Manu. I mean, he he is just a classy gentleman. <laughs> and, uh, I love what he brings to the table. Literally. Maybe you can go to France, penal, if you can't get into Canada. But nothing on Swanee? No. Let's go to some of the new captains. St Kilda picked a no-name. Uh, What's his name? Jared Healy. <laughs> they, they brought him out of retirement. <laughs> his first act as skipper was to speak about how they should all be more like Nick Natanui. His first act as captain was just introduce himself to everyone because no one knew who the fuck he was. <laughs> Well, when Cookie's not here to talk about it, so let's move on to a, one of the other captains. Frio made Night 5 captain a desperate attempt to keep him. We've already touched on Ruffy. North finally got rid of the worst captain ever, Andrew Swallow, in favour of Zeebel, who I imagine will hit the scoreboard at least. You happy that the Swallow era is over, Dan? Yeah, change was needed. It's a bit overdue, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, about five or six years. Well, you know, he's not as bad as some of the other captains that we that we have, but... Like who? Wayne Carey? Is the bar that he didn't sleep with his teammates? Well, you've, you've, you've got guys like Tom Rockcliffe and Trent Cochin and... Ah, oh, no, they're better you know, captains than Swallow. David Mundy only lasted a year. Still Richie Vandenberg. Better than Swallow. No, yeah. come on. Well, now, now you're being well, silly now. I, I don't know. Except what, for Andrew maybe Swallow's Rock- worse than all those guys? Come on. Except for maybe Rockcliffe? Yes. You're kidding. So you're saying David Mundy. Look, I'm not even going to engage in this. You guys can carry on. <laughs> Jared Geary is a better captain. Yeah, but what about Geary, Cookie, now that we got you? Well, I thought it would be like Noons or Mavuela, but... See, I know Mavuela, but I don't know who the other guy is. 23-year-old midfielder, pretty decent. But, yeah, got really nothing to say. It's safe option for two years. He won't even be in the club by 2020, so... Oh, so he's really a Vandenberg. Pretty much. Oh. He's really a swallow. <laughs> Nah, Swallow's going to hang around like a bad smell, I think. North just won't be able to spit him out. Go. (laughs) We'll move on from new captains to an old captain, Selwood's captain of Geelong, and really showed some leadership. We know where Billy Smets learns it from. 27k is over the limit. I think we'll go straight to penal on this one. Well, I mean, you just don't do it. Like, you know where the limits are, you know the rules, and you just don't do shit like that. (laughs) You don't speed, you don't drink and drive. Well, I mean, drinking and driving is different because you have to get home somehow. But (laughs) going over the speed limit is just putting yourself at unnecessary risk, putting other people on the road. I mean, someone could have been really hurt all so that he could drive 20 k's an hour faster. I mean, what a twenty three. 27 case penal, 27. I mean, that just makes it even worse. I mean, how selfish do you have to be to get behind the wheel of a car and say, no, I don't really care if I hit, kill anyone. I'm going to break the law <laughs> like a fucking wanker. It's just poor form. It's it's low. Didn't Bosk start a, a GoFundMe pledge to have him deported or something? <laughs> A petition, petition to have, to have him, him stripped of citizenship. Oh, petition, and, sorry. But we yeah. can't send him to Canada without $750,000, so it may how, as well be a GoFundMe. How do you deport an Australian citizen? Yeah, just doesn't make sense. I don't know. But it, maybe it's because Selwood's a duck and it doesn't count. Maybe. How fast was Mona Hope going over the speed limit? Does anyone know? Uh, 17, I believe. Got... Well, 10, was it? Oh, yeah, that's just, that. just once so irresponsible. Not quite up to the standard. Yeah, uh, just like her performance on the field. See, she's just yeah. slow. Well, not slow enough. 
Nothing else on Selwood? Nah, I'm disappointed in Joel Selwood, and I think punishment, every Geelong result from 2008 onwards should be stripped. Well, he was there in yeah. 2007 yeah. too. Oh, no, 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 119, we need that. Yeah, okay, I agree. So back-to-back morgues, congrats. Thank you, thank you. And we get number two. Uh, no, because I can't agree to... Even though it fucks for long, I can't agree to this, because then it means um, Plugger will be happy. <laughs> The, yes, world, the, means, the world is not a good place when that I, But I, I will be happy. The dogs will I, shut up. I, I can't have that. But I will be happy. Do you care about me, Penal? We care more about Plugger's really. misery than your happiness. Don't you know how this works by now? Yeah, yeah like, we, we like you and all, but you being melancholy is <laughs> fine. If, if it means that Plugger's going to lose It's a it. redeeming thing for you. Whereas Plugger <laughs> being rage-filled is just <laughs> delicious. No, uh, what's the, the, the TAC? Are they a Geelong sponsor, right? And they're considering pulling the sponsorship, so... I thought the TAC got out of sponsoring AFL clubs after Richmond and Collingwood both fucked it up in consecutive years. And they were just like, there's well, no way players won't fuck this up for us. Well, that's, that's probably why they fucking sponsor Geelong. It's like, well... The fucking road infrastructure is so bad there, no one can speed. So, uh, here, here we go. Selwood is an ambassador for the Australian Formula One Grand Prix. <laughs> oh, he's trying to be Lewis Hamilton around the streets of Geelong. Well, so, so, he's, so he's obligated to drive fast then. On the fucking racetrack he is. Just remember oh. though, F1 drivers usually drive boring diesel cars because they're safe. Unless you're Michael Schumacher, in which case you brain yourself. Well, that was skiing. So, if so, we played for Melbourne. Yeah, he was uh, he was skiing in uh, Switzerland. Uh, you mean you from... mean like Paul Walker or something like that? Oh. Or skiing in Sweden. No, he's skiing in Switzerland with his mates, Latin Ibrahimovic <laughs> and Roger Federer. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing else on Selwood. Just disgusting. 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 <laughs> oh, I love your faux outrage. It's my favourite. Speaking of fuck ups. The AFL Live app. Some people are of the belief that this was deliberate. And part of me thinks this is such a bad fuck-up, it couldn't possibly be, because it's it's just so bad. It, it's far too audacious to be deliberate. But what do you think of this iPhone-size video? No, I'm, I'm, I'm not surprised. The AFL just can't get their online presence right. I mean, I'm on their website right now for, with this uh, TAC article. And it's got, you know, on the, the right-hand side of their webpage, it's got recommended videos, recommended articles, and they're all from 2013. Surely you guys would see that as well. How can they continually fuck up and not fix their online presence? Telstra pay them a lot of money to run the site and not give a fuck. Basically, that's how it works, isn't it? Yeah, I tried to use the uh, live streaming thing, like, once last year uh, when I was away, and didn't work i nearly tore my head out hair out and just gave up on it whoever runs the afl website is the mo hope of web developers <laughs> shocking <laughs> awful we're really quite slack on like the whole digital content i mean you look at nfl and all that shit with their passes and afl's like go fuck yourself you know what they should do the afl allows the clubs to post video content on their youtube channels why don't they just run the live games through YouTube because you can access YouTube on your phone. Well, I imagine someone would like pirate that shit, like the mundane fight or something. Well, know. what's stopping them from pirating the AFL live app? It doesn't work. It's too, it's too low quality to fucking bother with. <laughs> apparently they've changed to YouTube as well. It used to be in high definition. Now they've apparently stopped doing that. Oh, you're fucking kidding. We finally get it on TV and then it disappears from YouTube. I'm not sure about the highlights though, but I know they got rid of the smart replay shit. If you're walking around with 4G, 
usage on your phone, then the quality should be good. And if it's not, then you have every right to complain. Correct, but unfortunately there are no alternatives in this is how I mean, why are you guys watching AFL content on, on your phone when you can just watch it on the TV? See, this would never fucking happen in Canada. I'm just saying. <laughs> Them and their ice hockey, you never have to watch it on the phone. You yeah, never have to watch so. iPhone quality ice hockey. Over you should there. see the quality of the Saskatoon Rough Riders. Their internet quality is brilliant. Uh, I think I've found my team. There's two Rough Riders, though. you got to pick your Rough Riders. He, he just wants the bigger ones. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else on the Life Pass? I don't have it. doesn't bother me. I don't have it either, but I'm outraged on behalf. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my problem, but I'm outraged anyway. Yes, exactly. We will write a strongly worded letter. Gotta drop a whack where you can. We sort of mentioned the new rules with the Ruck. Contests do we and scrap it and people want to scrap the bounce anything on that? Oh yeah, pussies, you bounce the ball. You don't tell us whether you're going to change the rules or not. If you don't want to do it. We'll find someone else that but can. Then we can get better umpires, and then Plugger might be happy for once. Fuck Plugger. We don't want that. Personally, I don't want anything to change. I would like to keep uh, Maddie Nichols, Maddie Stevick, and <laughs> Andrew Stevens umpiring Anthony. as long as possible, as many games as Anthony possible. I know someone who umpired. Suze doesn't count. Not Suze. <laughs> How do you think Suze would go trying to bounce the ball? <laughs> well, so... Her arm's obliterated off the bone, so probably oh, not God. great. That arm, um, she... that arm hasn't recovered in three years. No, three she can't years. even go the footy. <laughs> can't go like to the game. Got, she's got tiny little T-Rex arms. How the hell would she bounce the ball? Well, I don't know. I'm curious to see how it would go. But, no, I tend to agree. How bad can it be for your back, Cookie? Well, where were you going with this? Well, he's, like, apparently, before he became one, he was practising bouncing balls about 12 hours a week just to get it right, and that's assuming all the fitness and all that, and he says it fucking hurts his back. What do you reckon, Dan? No, the bounce has got to stay. I mean, the pussies that are complaining about the, the bounce <laughs> and the strain that they're having on their back, just harden up. Stop. Drink some concrete. Yeah, the bounce has got to stay. I agree, the bounce has got to stay, and I know what the solution is if it hurts their backs. Get, it's abusing. stronger back. <laughs> Put your back into it. Well, I mean, the umpires that were bouncing balls regularly throughout a game during the early 2000s and 90s and even before that didn't bitch about it, did they? And they had to no. do more running because there were less umpires on the ground. They didn't Yeah, bitch. exactly right. They just got on with the job and didn't complain. <laughs> oh, it's all this fucking day. new generation of baby umpires. Of which we are all a part of. <laughs> we're not soft umpires. <laughs> Can we, can we get uh, as as guardian on here uh, to, to fulfill the uh, to fulfill our old band quota? He can't even fulfill his bets. Anyway, the last talking point that we're going to briefly touch on is the AFL players getting the sooks up and not wanting people to have access to GPS data. Well, fuck. Let's just go through and name who we think did that. <laughs> P. Dangerfield. It's got it's got Tubby Porkins written all over it. <laughs> In tomato sauce. Josh Jenkins is a great example of it because you'd be able to measure how fast he runs up the ground, how fast he runs back to goal, and you'll see the difference is huge. Well, you wouldn't have to measure the Collingwood midfielders because they only run one way. <laughs> Rockliffe's GPS data's all sideways. You guys talking about this thing that's on the side of their ear? Or... No, I think those no, are that's concussion, concussion That's a concussion monitor. Oh, yeah. Okay. This is the GPS yeah, data that clubs closer. have always had access to that they wear in the back of the jumper, and clubs have been using right. it for like three or four years now. And now the broadcasters want the data to be able to see. <laughs> Tom Hawkins covered 7.5 Ks across the last three games. 
<laughs> yeah, that concussion thing is um, just there to determine once you get a hit, you know, on a scale from Rocky 1 to Rocky 5, how <laughs> fucked up is your brain? <laughs> <laughs> from Rocky 5 to Chris Benoit. <laughs> oh, oh Jay Simpson. <laughs> Anything else in the GPS title? Like, yeah, everybody knows who the lazy pricks are, but if you're a pretty common viewer, like if you listen to this, you know by now that Pendle is unaccountable and doesn't run hard. But fair dinkum, like, you don't want people knowing whether you're cheating. Like, the, <laughs> Alex for solo. <laughs> the only thing I could see about this that's a massive downside is if someone carried an injury and started covering across a handful of weeks, started, you know, covering less and less ground, and it was obvious there was a trend that they're only covering 75% of the ground they'd normally cover, then all of a sudden opposition players know they're not right. Opposition clubs know they're not right. The only person that I reckon would be up for this is Travis Cloak going, I know I can't get goals, but look how far I ran. <laughs> oh, he wouldn't, be, he wouldn't be the only guy with a huge tank that does nothing. Chris Maynard probably. <laughs> he'll, he'll be loving it. He'll be number one at Collingwood for GPS tackles. movement. <laughs> and tackles. Inside 50 tackles. That's what he's there for. Anyway, let's move on to the questions. And we had, we've had we got a handful of questions. I'm going to turn two of the questions into one. I'm going to ask four of us. Who is a bigger flog slash cunt? Cookie for knocking over not Cookie's beer at Amy Park or Dennis for being late with Cookie's dinner on Saturday night? Cookie. Who's Dennis? <laughs> Sounds Who? like a bit of a menace. A friend of mine. No, this is the same no. friend with the, with the cabbage and the green <laughs> shit? No. The capsicum, sorry. Was, no, his mum was a KGB sniper, though, and she scares the shit out of us. Does she have a, a house full of guns? No. She's now an organic farmer. <laughs> oh, quite a career change. You can't trust That's why dinner was so table. late, because it takes a long while to, you know, grow the food Yeah, to, to go from farm to table takes yeah. like eight weeks. <laughs> what a wank. <laughs> so, so, I think that's understandable. So I know who Dennis's mum is, but I don't know who Dennis is. So when are uh, Dennis and Cookie going on My Kitchen Rules? Uh, next year. So who, I still don't know who Dennis is. <laughs> I, I know who Dennis's mum is. But I don't know who Dennis is. Dennis is a friend of mine, and he's Russian. And what's the relevance to the... Why is he... Uh, he made, he didn't podcast? get cookies dinner on time on Saturday. He made him I was really excited for a barbecue, and so was my mate James, and fucking denied. It was shattering. Takes okay. a long time to go from farm to table. That's all I'm, that's all I'm saying. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. Den- Den- Dennis can have my, my vote. No. Nah. Nah, cookie gets cookie mine. Gets cookie gets mine cookie, for yeah, spilling you, perfectly you just, good beer. You, you can't dog the boys like that and just spill the beer. Sorry, yeah, Cookie, but... but... Dennis's mum is a, like an ex-KGB <laughs> spy. Maybe she knocked over the beer. So she, she has ways of making you talk. In Soviet Russia, dinner waits for you. Maybe the uh, the movement of the tectonic f- plates on this uh, flat earth <laughs> caused the beer to spill over all by itself. I think the beer spelt, spilt because you were in shit seats, Cookie. That is probably true. There were so many stairs. Fucking uh-huh. stairs. What, at Amy Park? Uh-huh. There's like, compared to any other stadium, there's like way less stairs. Still stairs. You got ripped out with those tickets. We had like a six-year-old kid near us calling like antique bastards and cunts. I'm going, what Did the he fuck? have a flag? <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, did, you should have done what Morgs did and just put him in his place. <laughs> Lucky and Al wasn't there with the flag. <laughs> Alright, I think we've answered it. Cookie's the worst bloke. And it's also great that you let your 
disagreements with each other play out in public the same way Morgs and NL and Penal and Teach let theirs. No, I'm not allowed to mention NL anymore because apparently Bosk has a real problem with the way I treat him. <laughs> but he also said that's the only thing that uh, makes it interesting. Well, you, you have hit him on a n- number no. of occasions on the podcast. No, he hits me. Yeah, but we don't hear about yeah. that. We only hear oh, about yeah. you. No, I- no, because I, no. I, I, I saw Boss post, and the only thing I could think of was when NL wouldn't even let Morgs tip. Yeah, remember? He's a KCR right. flick, uh, is he? Uh, yeah, he's a jerk. <laughs> I don't mean that. Oh, whoops, I did it again. You're mean. You, you are you're, a bully. You're a bully. You, you're like Mo Hope. You're just a bully. Next question. Smeghead wants to know, on a scale of zero to lethality, how much of a sookie cunt is Virat Kohli? I like Virat Kohli. Uh, he's... I don't think he's he a, did anything wrong. He's a half lethality. He's a solid 7.5. <laughs> he um he failed to fix my internet connection when I spoke to him <laughs> on the phone. <laughs> but he's a pretty good cricketer from what I hear, so I I, I think he's okay. I don't get the hate. It needs personality. The, the bloody Aussie cricketers haven't done. I mean, yeah, I, you don't get an opinion if you don't even like Australian cricketers. Well, I, I can't. I, since Hilfie left, <laughs> I haven't been able to support the Australian cricket. I just can't support a team that's full of wankers. Peter Hanscom's not a wanker. He is. They all are. Matt Renshaw's not no, a wanker. No, Matt Renshaw's not a wanker. I'll, I'll give you Renshaw. I'll give you Renshaw. He might have shat his pants, but he's not a wanker. We're, we're still we're still on uh, like ten out of eleven. No, it's just Dave Warner and the Marsh Brothers. Hazelwood's not a wanker. Mm. He is. He's fucking McDermott 2.0. Yeah, but he's not a dodgy cunt like McDermott. Yeah, I was going to say, McDermott only became a wanker once he started losing, um, stealing people's money. And you know what? If you had that idea, Pino, you'd be able to get into Canada. <laughs> Stark just has a weird-looking face, but he's not a wanker. I, I think I think solid 7.5 is probably a good point to move on from. Flog of the off-season thread of the off-season this month on the bay. We'll go with thread first. Ooh. I want to nominate the flog of the year thread. That's my pick. Just That went on and on and on and on and on, and they would not let that go. Whenever one of them did something or stopped, another one would arc up. So that's my pick. What else have we got? I did like North is the most vanilla side of the modern era. Is that yours? No, Bosk. Right. Mofra's effort, Ross Lyon is St Kilda's most successful coach ever. <laughs> what the fuck's everyone going after St Kilda this month? Fuck all y'all. Because of your supporters. Except for you. Yeah, basically, it's all, it's all <laughs> to do with Plugger. It's like drive-by shooting. I'm getting shot. Plugger's just walking away like a Kiwi twat. I'll just get Dennis's mum to shoot back. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Any other threads in the off-season that we're thinking of? No, actually, I'm going to go for the test thread, the recent India one. Just for everyone tripping balls about Steve O'Keefe. I liked the tag of flog thread, but it got deleted. By extension, are we allowed to nominate stuff on the Stronzo is a tool board? You can nominate any thread on any board. The cookie just nominated the cricket board. That's true. I think, yeah. Did you have one there? Was it Suze's artwork thread or what? Yeah, I was going to go with something that Suze created. <laughs> All right, there we go. So which one's it going to be? Oh, it has to be Flog of the Year. We have to give ourselves a reach around, so Flog of the Year. Flog of the Year. So we've already effectively acknowledged our three Flogs of the Year by giving it thread of the off-season. Pete's the thrower who made himself famous by throwing the pizza. Tie boys who so sensationally after getting the badge denied Chief his ten dollars. No mail <laughs> for Chief. And Plugger who melted up a storm, but who else do we have? I've got to nominate an entire board. The soccer board. We know Plugger at least owns the fact he hates umpires. 
people in the soccer board spend one week insulting Pugger. The very next, they think there's a conspiracy to support certain clubs. So fuck a lot of them. We're hypocrites. Hypocrites are flogs. What else have we got? I'd like to nominate the SFA board. Because... <laughs> I'd like to nominate the conspiracies board. <laughs> Specifically the flat earth thread. I'd like to nominate Dan. Oh. <laughs> He's been a bit of a flog tonight. <laughs> well, you are an abusive, plain disappearing bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Leave Northern Lights alone. I would like to change my vote to Dan. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. Oh, 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 can I just, can I vote for myself? You can vote for yourself well. seven and a half just, times. Just no, make it, make it unanimous. Ah, uh-huh, yes, a seven and a half joke. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, sure, vote for Dan. Why not? Congratulations, Dan. Last episode's poll from your outtakes, which were released about ten days ago. Um, so still plenty of time to listen to those. How long is the question? Five seconds with 0%, 7.7, or nearly 7.5%. 7.7% for 30 seconds, 0% for 60 plus seconds, 30.8% for 0 seconds, and 61.5% said boobs make jackpots cry. It's why it's been dropped. Finally, we move on to predictions for the season. Always fun. Teach isn't here to pick North for the flag, which is unfortunate. But I am. You're here? Well, we'll begin with you. We want a Premier, a Wooden Spooner, a Riser, a Faller, and a Bold Prediction that's generally unrelated to any of those. Okay. Premier will be the Greater Western City Giants. A Faller will be the Western Bulldogs, to not make the eight. (laughs) And... Spooner, I will go with Brisbane, still shit. And bold prediction, Hardwick still won't get sacked. That's not bold. That's actually going to happen. Did you, did you, pick, did you pick a riser? Sorry? Did you pick a riser? Um, Collingwood. Very, very safe prediction there. Fuck. Yeah, you very can bet safe. your house on that. Oh, well, someone else go and I'll think of a better one. Actually, I should just bet my uh, bet my house on, on literally you, on Hardwick staying, and then I'll have my seven hundred and fifty grand. Just bet it all on Hardwick staying, because you know that's a safe bet. Do I go next? Yeah. Uh, who's going to win the flag? I've got a funny feeling the cats are going to do something silly this year. So I'm going to say Geelong Spoon will be St Kilda's. Oh. <laughs> um. You got to go with something bold, I think, because if you just go, if everyone just goes with Brisbane, that's why we have a bold prediction. Okay, well that can be my bold prediction as well. (laughs) Hawthorne will be the drop; they won't make the eight. And she's a bold with a lot of bold shit. And the riser will be. uh, Can I just say St Kilda again, so that I'm safe? So if (laughs) if they make the eight, I got it right. This is the equivalent tipping the draw at prediction time. I've just gone each way on St Kilda, basically. So I don't know what they're going to do. They're either going to win the spoon or they're going to play finals. So I'll just go with that. All right, I'm going to go Premier, GWS, Spooner, Hawthorne. That's a big drop. (laughs) I'm I'm kidding. I'm not saying that because... No, don't don't back out just because we're laughing. Stay with it. I'm saying that because I want another one draft pick for fuck all. Biggest dropper will be Brisbane. How much further can they drop, really? (laughs) They can go a lot shitter on field. They still won't win the spoon, apparently. (laughs) Biggest riser. I've got to go for Melbourne. 
which is quite risky considering they're mental midgets. And bold prediction. You know what? The Australian Federal Police will uncover a heinous umpire corruption ring, leading the dog's flag to be stripped and plugger to be vindicated. No. It was a bold prediction, not what's Morgan's dream. (laughs) Your dream? Please. This is to be the greatest day in Plugger's life. Like, you think he doesn't shut up about the moments in the past as it is. If this this happened, he'd tell you what he was drinking, what he was listening to, and who he was with at the time he heard the news. This is all he lives for now. Like, that is the only thing keeping him going. The hope that one day he may be proven right, and that the AFP will say, yep, umpires conspired to win the dogs the flag, and then he can die a happy man. Umpire conspiracies are the flat earth theory of the AFL world that does not exist. If that ever happened, you would have to be obligated to give him post of the year. You just would. <laughs> and make him mod the dog sport. <laughs> <laughs> Manaclay would be so fucked. Has everybody else gone? No. Look, Premier, I was going to say fucking Adelaide, but after Cookie's little bullshit <laughs> act there, I'm going to say Hawthorne just because, you know, it'd be the great, be the great <laughs> capstone to the uh, story of our era, Ruffy coming back, getting to hold the uh, Premiership Cup aloft on the dais. Yeah, so it's going to it's gonna happen 100%. Spoon, <laughs> Brisbane, they're just that bad. Riser, Carlton, because Bolton's a great coach. He'll surprise a few people this year. They'll win, like, ten games or something like St Kilda did last year. Did uh, you watch them this weekend? No, I didn't. But um, besides, it's that, just the that... Mickey Mouse competition. That, I don't read anything into it anyway. Uh, the fall, they were of course, appalling. The faller, of course, will be Geelong because, <laughs> I mean, atrocious leadership. They're just going to be in a death spiral. I mean, they'll, they'll be bottom four because of just such a bad captain. And um, my bold prediction is uh, Koshi will come back uh, from China with uh, a leaf out of uh, Chairman Mao's revolutionary plan and he'll uh, sack Hinckley and take over as coach himself. <laughs> Prediction Premier Look Giants They nearly got there Last year It's really hard To see who's Going to beat them Like the dogs That have to do it again And I'm not sure They will And really There's no one else Coming up At a rate of knots To catch them The Spooner Lock in Brisbane You can make a case If you really wanted For pretty much Every team To make the 8 This year Except Brisbane And I just can't See a case For Brisbane Being anywhere Other than on the bottom They're just really bad The riser Melbourne to who knows how far they could just put it all together they've got a lot of pieces there the fall <laughs> I'm with penal on this one Geelong <laughs> down the bottom six with Richmond gifting us two top six draft picks for the new coach to use and the bold prediction what did you say same coach Dan and the bold prediction is that Tom Boyd will be in the twos by round five replaced by Travis Cloak and will probably only be seen two or three more times for the year in a big burst of comet sided once and never again. That's why I, th- I really think that was a flash in the pan, that game, but a beautiful one at that. But that's everything, is it? Is there anything else we want to add before we wrap up? Did did Dan go? I, what, what was Dan? Here. Yeah, well, no, what was your bold prediction? Oh, I might have Saints for the Spoon. Spoon. Oh, well, I'm Saints for the Spoon. I'm no, he, he, he picked the Saints for the spoon and then his uh, bold prediction was Saints to make the eight at the same time. <laughs> well, I thought they were his rise or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my bold prediction will be that Luke Beveridge will be 
the first coach sacked <laughs> next year, oh, this season in in a very well, Leicester-esque cloudy got a bit of chance in Harley, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, just to really piggyback that's, off the that's, Leicester that's, story. That's more, that's more wishful thinking than it is you thinking. Oh, well, that's Cookie went wishful thinking on the um conspiracy. <laughs> that's true, I guess. Never said it had to be realistic, just something stupid. Well, you want it to be semi-plausible. What was Penal's bold prediction? That's believable. Uh, I could see Koshi doing that. I could see Tom Boyd being spudly. I, could, I probably can't see the rest of them. Uh, do you want a serious bold prediction, then? Yeah, give us a serious one. There's going to be five coaches sacked by the end of this year. Ooh. I agree there will be at least three. I don't know wow. who they are. Hardwick's oh, dead. Oh, easy. Hardwick's got Buckley. Hardwick's gone. Brad Scott's gone. You don't have Ooh. to say which Hinkley's Scott. Just gone. say Scott. Just say well, Scott. Both. You've got two. It's both anyway. <laughs> Why would Brad Scott be under pressure? No. There's no, no pressure on North to perform this year. No. Chris will go before Brad. Chris has sold the farm to get what he's got now. If they don't succeed, they're gone. Dan, there's no pressure on Brad. No, no? Cousin, cousin Brad is in the clear. But pushed all the oldies out. They topped up. They fell way short. And now you're set for another rebuild with him. Yeah, but they've already committed to that. That's done. Yeah, but they've played, they played finals, though. They did as well as they could. And they, you know. Yeah, but you have I think committed to a Brad Scott rebuild. The, the coach has done well enough to see the next transition. But he didn't see well enough to forward plan and realise that they weren't going to go all the way. Well, we have 18 clubs and only one team can win a premiership each year. I mean, one wins, 17 others fail. I mean... Yeah, so how good do you have to be to win three of them in a row oh, without off. any salary capacity? I guess the point is, Dan, you got a couple of handy finals wins, but you never put yourselves, even though the Dogs won from seventh, got a bit lucky probably because of the week off, but you never really put yourselves in position to be close. Like, you got smacked in those prelims. It's not like your St Kilda went devastatingly close, like, two or three times, or Frio playing one of the worst first halves in grand final history and only losing by 15 points. You know, or even the Flash and the Pan... Crows and Power nearly beaten Hawthorne in MCG prelims. It's like, you were still a fair way off it. You were okay. Arsenal. You finished fourth. So, that's it. Actually, you probably got you probably got a lot more in common with the Dogs making consecutive prelims. Apart from that St Kilda game that they bitch about. They got cleaned out and the other two prelims they lost. They weren't near it. So, if, the, if there's pressure on North, then what's the expectations for them to do this year? Scott won't be able to rebuild. He's just yeah. not a rebuilding coach. What's the expectation for them to finish this year? I can tap. It's not the expectation of where you finish. It's how you look in your rebuild it's the youth development it's a very well, very small that's, example that's why i think the first two weeks of lions the in trouble as well okay. yeah lions in trouble for the same reason hardwick's in trouble for the same reason buckley's in trouble for the same. these coaches are all in trouble because they've not kicked on and they can't be trusted to rebuild again do you guys remember the north list before brad scott came to the club it was under the dean Layley era it was shit that club was nothing. He rebuilt it and got him playing finals again. That, that's more than what a lot of other... And he didn't get you all the way, so can you and trust him to take that. you to the top of the mountain again? Uh, no, I'm not, I'm not happy, but it's it's better than what a lot of other coaches have Honestly, managed to Honestly, there's do. very like little Hardwick, difference between Brad like Scott and Hardwick. Like there's a very lot of little other... difference between Scott and Hardwick. There's a whole lot of difference. One's won oh, finals and the other one hasn't. Brad Scott is a much better coach than Hardwick. North doesn't have a better list than, than Richmond or better high-grade players in, in Richmond. Name, name players at North Melbourne last year that were better than Dustin Martin, Alex Rance, Brett Delidio. Name one. Anymore. 
Name one. Brad, Matt, Brad's got played for, in the worst coach in his family, whereas Hardwick is. I feel like I'm doing this whole Andrew Swallow defending Captain Bullshit. <laughs> no, 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 don't do North, that. North had so many promising young players when Brad Scott took over, and he ruined them. I mean, what happened to Liam Anthony? Milky Warren. Even I don't even know who Liam Anthony is. Where's Gavin Urkel? Gavin Urkel. He's going to be better than Pendlebury. Oh, Lower. What happened to Ed Lower? Kieran Harper. Penal, you're talking about fringe players that are just average and never no, really got... I remember These guys Liam, Liam, Liam Anthony was meant to be the next best thing. Says who? North supporters. North okay, okay, so, he so played like 100 games. Delus- delusional kangaroo supporters. Every class is like... Sean Atley. North supporters laughed at Dodoro when he took Heppel in head at Atley. Where are you guys going with this? <laughs> <laughs> well, your best player last year was a 46-year-old. I, 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 okay, you got you guys are the board directors or the CEO. What would you have done? I would have sat, sacked Brad after yeah. that loss to West Coast in 2012. It's clear then, and it's clear now that he can't 2012. Coach. I'd have no. sacked him after the choking year. Grant Thomas style. Okay. So, and who would you have got to replace him? Luke Beveridge. <laughs> you could have got Beveridge. You could have got Richer. Bolton. Yeah. Mick Moldhouse. See, and when, when you say Bolton, that's what pisses me off the most about us having Hardwick. If we'd acted when I wish we had, we'd have Bolton, but we didn't. By Richmond's rationale, if they've stuck with Hardwick, then North Melbourne should absolutely, definitely stick with Brad Scott. Well, Dan, if you want North to adopt the same dumb decision-making process as Richmond, then be my guest. Uh, it's different because Richmond's coming off a lower base. I think Hard- Hardwick's been a better coach over the journey. <laughs> uh, pound for pound. Uh, so, oh, you're, you're fucking crazy. <laughs> Brad Nate, Scott has got more, more out of his list than Hardwick has out of Richmond, and North doesn't have a better list. It's virtually that's, the same. That's the thing. Brad Scott's a good motor. About a good cursor getting the most out of a list. Hardwick's okay, so fun. why would you get rid of that sort of individual then? Because he won't because win you a flag ever. Because he's not going to take you all the way, and he'll, he'll waste your next generation. Why are we having a main board discussion about Brad Scott? Because we're smarter. Because despite what Bosk wants us to be, football discussion is all right. We can be a little bit main board. No, we don't need to. We can talk about I'm what quality hey, therapist. I, I, <laughs> hey, do you reckon he's a chance once he stops seeing her professionally? <laughs> once he stops paying her, he ain't seeing her again. Probably the story of his life. What's this talk about hodgepodge again? He's ceasing his sessions with his therapist. He's wondering whether he's got a chance of banging her. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I'd say the odds aren't in his favour, but, you know, if Paddles can get his bicycle story, you know, and if there's any truth to that, then anything's possible. Anyway. Yeah, that was great. So Brad Scott's a good coach, and he's going to stay there for the next four years. No, you need to say that. As long as Damien Hardwick has a job as a as a head coach at that's Richmond, a really shit I know Brad to, Scott. That's a really shit bar to set, man. He's not going anywhere. He's not going to get sacked. He's, he's, he's sacked. He has survived he's... the worst of the worst, and he's still there. He'll he's get sacked because we will not do well. We'll, we'll be he, shit. He's, he'll he's, he's part of the but furniture. How... I, I, I agree with you. He should go. He should have gone ages ago. But for some reason, he, he just cannot be. He's the boss of, the, of some video game that you're just struggling to kill. The 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 board answers to him. Yes, he's got he's gone this year. He had one. He went backwards. He was going forwards every year. Then he went stagnant three years in a row. Then he went backwards one year, and they went, oh, it's okay, it's okay. And now he's will probably finish roughly the same bottom six ish. No, it's fine as long and as then they. Then he'll get sacked because they... he's not going forwards. No, he's great as long as as long as they tick off the KPIs and all that, and they yeah, work. It's all, with... it's all about the off field numbers. Yeah, they'll be fine. They'll be fine. Hardwick's fine. You've realised what the problems are and you're going to try and correct them, then it's all good. You're going to get to make that excuse forever. 
Yes, well, if you're the Richmond coach, you can because you've been putting up with it for the last three or four years. What's another year? But there's no KPIs being ticked. That's the point. They, you they don't know that. Though. You don't know that. He says it enough in his press conferences. Uh, yeah, and he says the other team's a good side. Everyone's a good side. <laughs> yeah, well, that, yeah, yeah. Well, they are. No, they're not always. No, I, th- I think I think you're being too harsh on on Hardwick. I think he's done a good job. He's, yeah. he's the worst coach we've had in my lifetime, comfortably. <laughs> Apart, no, sorry, worse sorry, than no. Terry Wallace. Worse than Terry. No, Dan, actually, there's Danny, one worse. There's one. There's one coach who was worse, but he was only a coach for about eight weeks. That was Jay, Jay fucking Rawling. <laughs> so Rawling. he's worse than Danny Frawley. Yes, the only coach. Hey, in my Spud lifetime, was a good I, I, coach. my when I say lifetime, I actually only go back as far as Northy. Like I can't remember Bartlett, even though I was technically alive. But from Northy to Hardwick, he's the worst. Bar Jade Rawlings. The the players that they play for him. No, they don't. Yes, they do. You can see how much it means to them when they win. <laughs> they yeah. They rally around the coach. They embrace him. Did you not see them after the the Collingwood win? Oh, God, they were almost throwing him in the air. Damien's the man. Melbourne players did that to Mark Neal when they beat Essendon. It doesn't mean they play for him. He's part of the furniture. They love love Dimmer. He's he's, he's there for the next one. Decade. Gone, gone, gone. I'm not even concerned. He's he's the next Sheedy. Yeah, but the difference is Sheedy showed he was capable of winning flags. Hardwick isn't. It might happen under the Hardwick regime. You know? No, it won't happen under the Hardwick. You can't even say that with a straight face. I know. The more years spent on Hardwick, the longer that rebuild's going to take and the more, the bigger a hole we end up in. End up, we'll end up who, like Brisbane who, who, or Melbourne. Who are you going to get, though? Like, you, you could get a guy that's even worse. Like, imagine oh, if you brought Lepich back. We're not going to get Lepich either. Why would you want to change? I mean, they have Hardwick. He's a good guy. Would you take Would you take Brad Scott? No, I wouldn't take Brad Scott. No. Take really? Chris Scott. Chris Scott is just the luckiest coach in the AFL because he only got a job at at, Ge- at Geelong because Brad had a reasonably because Brad had a reasonably okay year at North and, no, he, and he, only jo- he only got a job there because he was under fucking um no he was under who was he under his, his brother had a reasonable, reasonable year at who Harvey Harvey's a shit coach he only yeah. got that gig because his twin brother had a reasonable first year at North and people thought well that'll translate to another club because he's Brad Scott's brother Chris Scott Brad Scott Chris Scott Chris Scott was nothing more than just an average assistant assistant coach at Frio. Someone had to get that Geelong gig a club, after Bomber stepped down. They, zero, were, they were ready to roll. Zero success. Like, this isn't some assistant from Hawthorne or from Geelong, you know, where they all go to other clubs and become senior coach. This is an assistant from Fremantle. Fremantle. <laughs> you tell me he didn't get that job because of Brad. He didn't get that job because of Brad. <laughs> so you think he got the gig on his own merits because he was a successful coach at, he got at Frio. It somebody He got it because somebody had to get the fucking job. Anyway, this was the podcast for pre-season. Uh, Starburns joined by Cookie. We're still a bit rusty. Morgs. I'd give us a seven and a half out of ten. Damn. Damien Hardwick. 
the man that's going to coach Richmond for the next five years. And penal. Well, a survey found that 99% of people who uh, don't think Hardwick's going to coach Richmond are also members of the Flat Earth Society. Fuck off. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We'll see you when the season starts. <laughs>